Hey there, kids. It's me, Oni the Unicorn. And I'm here to tell you that f***ing your dreams ain't cheap. In fact, it costs a f ton of cash to do. So that's why me and the Ono Radio Show need your help. Just go to the website displayed below and hit us up with some cash, yo. One dollar, five dollars, fuck, a million dollars if you have it to spare. Any amount is appreciated. Well, I gotta go because these dreams ain't gonna fuck themselves. See ya! No, 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 no. No, God, please, no. Oh, 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 no. You are listening to the Oh, No Radio Show. Eat a bag of dicks. What do you guys know about Portuguese moonshine? Let's talk about it. night because your captain has finally come back to town after a much needed vacation after a much oh my god because i tell you what life is just i need it i think i need another one already but uh but yeah you know after after all these guys just ruining the whole Odo radio show after a couple of weeks of them just uh, being being rampantly disrespectful hold to me on. And, what, uh, what? and and the whole hold product the in general. Uh, you're welcome. I'm back. Everything will be back to normal. Uh, we'll have a good show that maybe lasts longer than forty minutes. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you <laughs> that's know, Zoom's w- fault. Well, it's your uh, budget. It's your wallet's fault because you can pay a couple bucks a month to not have that do that. Anyway, I am back. My name is Owen. I am your captain and the captain of this shit ship, and I have been away for quite some time. But with me tonight, my good friend uh, Mikey B. He's in studio with me. Hey, interim Mm -hmm. captain. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, (laughs) and of course, disrespect. And of course, and of course, Ty from the Great White North. Uh, look at you! You look like uh, like one of those English people that has been in the sun too much for a while. I, I have definitely <laughs> received a bit of a tan, uh, if you call it that. Uh, right, it, it, not it, on it, his <laughs> arms. It looks like he wore a rash guard for th- four weeks. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I wasn't able to wear my my my, my cutoffs. Couldn't, couldn't have much, the guns you know? out. Couldn't yeah, have the guns out. They would be scared in Portugal. Like I can't just <laughs> be walking around like. Uh, there's a pasty white man with his <laughs> sleeves cut off. He's yeah. walking around the square. 
So either way, it is. It, it is. It, seriously, guys, you did actually do a pretty damn decent job of uh, of keeping holding down the fort while Whoa. I was gone. Thank you very much, and thank you, Matthew. Uh, thank you, Matthew, for mm-hmm. also stepping in. I, I heard what he was saying though on how he was like the new Owen 2.0, the better <laughs> version of Owen. Bro, he was considerate. Was he, he better was... than me? Was he better than me? Was he? Was he? Is he was he better? <laughs> I don't think he berated me. No, um, even one time for the whole show. Well, he's not very well, good then, is he? Like, get get the fuck out of here. That was kind of, I mean, it was kind of nice for a moment. No, give me my pen back. I need that. Thank you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, we we uh, we did have a great time. It was it was yeah. a lot of fun to do the show with Matthew. Was it more? You had more fun without him. Or no, without me, no, I I miss our little bit of discourse that we always have. I, okay. I enjoy that. It was yeah. different fun. <laughs> okay, different I, fun. I don't believe any of you in what you're saying. I think that you want to replace me with him, and that you know that's fine. Ty, he's yeah. really going to be <laughs> mad when he says when he sees the secret Matthew's the captain Facebook page. Oh God, the real captain he's the real captain stop the steal the real captain is was here oh geez okay did you see the did you see him dressed up did you get to see that i did he looked he looked good owen 2.0 looked good he he is a he's a better looking version of me i'll give him that he 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 did give us a little gun flex he's got guns he's got oh buddy that was owen 2.0 right there i was like that's owen if he was on a little bit of the juice yeah i needed i need to juice up i've been talking about you could do a cycle i'm gonna do a cycle and maybe get some creatine in me maybe i'll start banging it out like uh i mean by that i mean drink and pussies like, well, yeah, of, I mean, know, just that comes with the territory. Once I you mean, start yeah. drinking, bang, you will start banging bang. it out. Yeah, that's what I'm. Uh, yeah, a lot of pre-workout, like, <laughs> bro, I, you'll have the jitters. You'll need to fuck something. I'll snort the pre-workout. Oh, I'll, I'll, that's I'll, how you get it in. That's how you really get it going. <laughs> or you uh, get a nosebleed. I'm, I'm not sure. One of the two. One I think if two. you get the nosebleed, it means it's really working. So, so speaking about my travels and uh, speaking about my tan. I have, of course, been away for about a month. I was in Portugal and did a short, you know, you know, vacation within a vacation to Amsterdam. And vacation uh, inception. Yeah, va- yeah, yeah. I gotta take a vacation from your vacation, and then uh, I will actually need a vacation now that I'm back. I need a vacation because it was been so stressful vacationing. I think I need another vacation, but that's that's, that's, that's something I, I got to plan. That's how I felt after my cruise. Yeah. Because it was just so stressful. Still, like, there was so just, much. It was so much like weight on like me and Janine like finding things to do the whole time. I'm like, I can't just relax. No, that's what I need. That's what I need. So I'm going to probably do like a staycation next time and um, just take some time off work to, you know, really, you know, get get better. This, this <laughs> but, but, you know, like, but, but anyway, uh, yeah, my tan uh, and, my, and, my, and my exposure to the sun is a direct, uh, you know, uh, recipient of, of Portugal because... Portugal is one of these places in very few of them left in the world. There's like no pollution and their weather is such that there's not many clouds in the sky. So it is full by, you know, when you see like your UV index and all that, it's not something we really pay attention, uh, pay Mm -hmm. attention to, but that UV index was always just like, 110 like fucking whatever (laughs) it was like it was and full blast, full blast crazy crazy scenario like every time that you walk out into the sun and into the heat it can be 73 degrees you walk out there you're like holy shit you're you're burning alive 
And then you walk back into the sun and you're like, oh, okay. Or in the shade, rather. And you're like, oh, I'm chilly. Like, if I spend too much time in the shade. So, like, the wet, honestly, the weather was, couldn't have been better, right? Like, it was, it was immaculate. And that's what they're famous for. It's always windy, too. So, you're getting that, like, that, that, uh, that breeze. Hot wind. Hot breeze. Oh, nice. Hot, hot breeze. Hot breeze off the, uh, but uh, no, it's like you get a lot of cold sea breezes. Breeze. Sea breeze. I mean, you know, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of sea breeze in action. So I was, I was, I was, I was weathered, man. I was, uh, my skin was salty. Salt kissed. Salt, salt kissed. And uh, my hair was that like salty, briny. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Fullness. Yeah, it felt great. Like I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to uh, be that person now. I like. I want to die on a beach. Oh, Portugal Owen. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna be calm. You're gonna give up the mountains and the mm. hikes and the trek. Well, they got the mountains there too. That's the thing. Oh, so because, you could be Portuguese mountain Owen. Yeah. Well, I'd be. I'd be doing a bit of both. I'd be seafaring in the day and mountaining at night. I mean, there's. There's. You can do that because it's only like two hours across the even. whole fucking country. It's like right? 15 minutes away. You can get from the beach to the mountain. Like it's it's that uh, one road. It's straight. Yeah, dude, that's fucking incline. Actually, very curvy. Very, very, very curvy. Uh, I did. I did enjoy Portugal, and we flew out. Fuck you, American Airlines. American Airlines was shit uh, the whole time. I want my money back. Uh, they were awful. Dog uh, uh, They were awful. I'm going to be quite frank with you. They delayed our trip by a whole entire day. Uh, by by basically having our original flight from Orlando to Philly, which was then the Philly connection over to Lisbon, um, our our flight was delayed six hours, so we were never going to pick up that you know connecting flight. And there's only one flight a day, so we said fuck that. We'll try again the following day. American Airlines was then like, yeah, but we can't do that. So we got to put like an extra stop in your way on uh, you, when you do fly out. So now we're going to have you go from Orlando to Charlotte, to Charlotte to Philly, to Philly to Lisbon. So traveling over there, pretty fucking ruthless, you know? Like, by the time that we actually landed, we were we were close to, uh, I think, about 18 hours of travel. And then we had to hop on a bus and, and a coach, and uh, that took us another four hours to get, to, to get down to uh, where my parents live, where we were staying. So needless to say, I was in the best of moods when we, when we, when we got there. Um, I changed, uh, I was in jeans and a long sleeve shirt as I like to do when I travel. And, um, that instantly, I, I was just like, my parents wanted to go like straight out to dinner. I'm like, I've take picking us up and everything. I'm like, nah, fuck this. I gotta, I gotta change. I did some stripping down in parking lots and, um, <laughs> uh, I was just like, fuck it. You know, like I'm going to get, I'm yeah. going to get clean and I'm going to put on and oh man. That first time when I put on the pair of shorts and I put on my flip flippy flops instead of been wearing those shoes for that long, I was like, it's like a new man. It's like a new man, Mike. <laughs> Back to Florida, Owen. Yes, uh, instantly, basically, you know, it took you know about 18, 24 hours, something like that, and then uh, yeah, back to back to that, and uh, got a nice uh, strongbow cider uh, at a uh, of course, of course, you know, first place we stop is a you know um, a British pub. Got to got to make sure that you when you're in Portugal, you got to make sure that you, uh, yeah, you stop at the, you know stop there, and uh, and then we did that, and I spent a lot of time with my parents, and uh, and and there's plenty more. Trust me, there's plenty more Portugal stories that will come over time. Then of course we we uh, we ended up going to to Amsterdam, and we spent some time there, 
How so? How long were you Portugaling before you went to Amsterdam? Uh, just a little over a week. So I think it was about seven, eight days, something like that. So about okay. eight, 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 maybe nine. I can't remember. But then we, you know, so we spent uh, a lot of time uh, going around. My my parents were great. They were taking us around to, you know, all of the the sites around them. Like, I you get tired of seeing beautiful beaches and cliffs. To be quite frank with you, like after uh. after a while, it's like, well, kind of seen them. I've kinda, seen so much beauty. Show yeah, me something different. I, I, yeah, I'm kind of sick of seeing so much beautiful shit. I could get annoyed with it. And uh, yeah, I <laughs> ate a lot of fish, ate a lot of like seafood. Oh, octopus, so delicious. I don't care how smart they are, I want to eat them all. Like, they need to stop being so smart because they are delicious. Octopus salad. No, you think they need to get smarter or else they wouldn't get fucking caught all the time. Yeah. You'd think if they were that smart, they wouldn't end up on my plate. That's Figure my it point. Out. Yeah. That's my point. Figure it out. Octopus, you're delicious. I will eat you. Stop it. I've I'm, had both I, good and bad octopus. I'll say that much. No, here's but. the deal, bro. I am the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. If you're not smart enough to not get caught mm-hmm. or get raised into uh <laughs> farming level of yeah. octopus uh sorry bud you lost so i i completely agree with you one, one of the nicest things for me about portugal in general and i learned very quickly is that uh both beer and wine and brandy are cheaper than water all of the th- like every one of them Hold are, the phone. are cheaper than what? water they're they're brandy even yeah like, delicious Get you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would cost you more to like have yeah, a bottle like, of water. It was like 80, 80 euros for a little snifter, of, you know, or sorry, 80 like cents, you know, uh, to get, you know, a little snifter of brandy. Uh, it was about 30, 40 cents for most beers. Um, and it was about, damn. yeah, it was about like that equals out to our cents or uh, their so, cents. So, like, uh, it would come out to like 75 to 80 cents a beer. Somewhere, I, you know, yeah. yeah. So, needless <laughs> to say, didn't drink tons of water when I was there because you're paying like a dollar fifty for a water. Well, I'm, what am Maybe I doing? What am I wasting my money on this bullshit water for when I can get, you know, I get it's it. part of your your English tan is the yeah. amount of alcohol you had. While oh there. yeah, <laughs> uh, it was an insane amount of alcohol. I don't think that I didn't drink at least ten a day the whole time I was there. I mean, that was uh, probably a minimum. So yeah, we got got nicely um, pickled, you know, in that in that regard. But uh, but that and that was good, you know. I really enjoyed pickled and scorched, pickled, scorched. Owen, uh, yeah, uh, on beaches, on like I'm getting. Owen, too, what's the? I'm uh... getting too near. Cli- I'm fucked up. I'm getting like too near the cliffs too. I'm just like willy nilly, like trying to take pictures, and they're like, uh, maybe like don't, don't get that like close to the. Thing. Owen, what's the? Uh... Sure. What's the weed situation in Portugal? Okay, interesting you ask. I didn't get weed in Portugal, but the whole country of Portugal smells of weed. And I don't know what it is. <laughs> the whole country smells like uh, a combination of a tinge of like that earthy, good smelling manure. And I know that sounds weird, but there is like a farmland smell yeah. that's like kind of nice. And that mixed with, I think it's a plant that must grow there that smells suspiciously similar to marijuana and you smell it all the time like it's just like it wafts through the air with all those breezes i was talking about now mm. i did talk to a couple of people down at the local bars 
that, you know, smoked weed and it's apparently very easy to get. I just didn't. If I was there like another couple of days, I probably it would have been no problem. Right. I'd made those connections and I'd been I would have been able to do it. And it's a decriminalized country. So it's illegal. That's what I was going to ask. It's it's illegal to sell. um, But of course, there's, you know, like it's not illegal to like hold on to it. So as long as you literally don't get caught like in the act of buying it, buy money, like the transaction, you're golden, right? Like it's everything's cool. Uh, There were actually shops and this comes later and I haven't figured this one out. There were cannabis stores in Lisbon where they were selling, I don't know how they worked, I don't know what the deal was, if it was CBD, if it was, you know, like, you know, some people in places, they kind of, like, say they're a cannabis shop, but they're selling CBD, not THC, uh, anything. So, but there were, there was a bit of that going on. Um, Mushrooms, like, very much, there was talk of mushrooms quite actively, like, with people. Oh, nice. So I think that that's a thing that happens quite, you know, a lot there, and a very good climate to grow. Uh, you know, oh, some yeah. of those things. Um, yeah, uh, at the end of the day, uh, it was, it was a great time. We ended up going in the little town. Like you got to imagine, like my parents live, you know, uh, they live in like this nice part at the top of the hill. It's almost a golf course community, but like the rest of the town is the old school Portuguese village, right? Like the down, like, and you walk down there yeah. and it's like, it's you got your old memas that that are you know like chasing off cats from their you know front porches and shit like that right and and then and uh, and then you know in the town there's a couple little bars and they're not what we would call bars they are social clubs or houses so mm. they're kind of like the they're the size of my kitchen and living room and that's being um generous they're they're probably smaller than this studio plus another one of these studios like the whole thing is a tiny little place with a little bar they've got they'll serve you coffee they'll maybe make you a little toasty or sandwich or whatever but behind them they've got the full shelf of liquor and they got a couple of beer taps and they definitely have like bottle beer bottle beer and all that and again (laughs) 30 fucking cents like yeah she just is like okay like uh, let me get eight of these me. yeah rounds on me you know like, um and yeah it was it was interesting like dealing with these like old school social houses and old school like you know and and they be they became like friendly with us like we were the americans we were the ones that were out of place and they knew we didn't speak a fucking lick of portuguese but it became like a joke for us to kind of try and figure out what the hell each other was saying and uh like i ended up in one yeah. i ended up in one of the guys houses that was from the bar isn't it funny like, how much makes sense though like after yeah. like like it's not that hard to get your point across you're still not sure if they completely get mm. the right point but at the same time they sort of get, get enough they get enough you know like uh, and and uh, you know like uh, you got to do a patreon i did I dated a Russian or no porch, <laughs> not Portugal, fucking Polish girl when ah. I was in Vegas back in the day. Didn't speak any English, but you still made it sexy work. time. You yeah. made it work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I ended up like there was this French dude that was over there and uh, we met him in one of the, the social house club type things. And uh, he lived across the, uh, the street from one of these. And I'm like, he was telling us, you know, uh, about his place, and he was fucking shit face, like, and, and he's he's French, 
didn't really speak Portuguese. That so all sorts of fucked up, and he's drunk and whatever. We end up back at his house. He shows us his house. It was great. I end up learning that uh, his name is Jean. You know, like Jean, like whatever, like a French Jean. Uh, but he was Johnny Be Good is what everybody called him. <laughs> Johnny Be Good. Johnny Be Good. So fucking, I love yeah. it. So he was he was good. I enjoyed talking to him. He was he was just a Mister Positivity, telling us like. You know, like the world could end at any moment, type of thing, and like just be—we need to be happy for the life that we live and all this. And like he, he had a little—he just had a little place that was probably about the size of, again, maybe two of our studios here, and uh, you know, tiny little kitchenette. But like, uh, like he had his guitar in the corner. Everything was like perfectly in place. Everything was immaculate, and 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 it was really kind of sweet to see like this other side of life that we 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 take for granted. Right, like all that this dude cared about was waking up, like having his simple little place, his roof over his head, and waking up and being out, like being in the sun for a little bit, and then getting fucked up, and then going back to bed. And, and uh, Johnny be good. Lives, Johnny be good. Was Johnny be good his lives his life. So, so yeah, that was cool. Um, uh, one <laughs> of the, one of the times again, like we got really friendly with the. Uh, the owners of these social clubs and one of them was uh you know the the actual owner and he and he's uh you know he's getting fucked up too i love that when you i love it when you have the owner of the establishment who's serving you all night and then he's getting just like shit house uh, absolutely shit house like he's shout out shout out will walker i'm just he, gonna shout that out yeah. i've done that a few times with yeah will. yeah will will do it well it used to i don't know if he still does but used yeah, to. yeah he's sure. getting old dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah but this dude was the portuguese will i guess and he was uh he gets he gets to a point where he starts offering us and i i think it's madrona madrona i'll have to look it up look up portuguese moonshine if one of you can like the name of it right because what happens is he gets so fucked up that he starts pouring us free shots. Like, I mean, the whole bar, like, and, and multiple, like, they keep coming, right? It's not like, a huge bar, though, right? It's just like... No, it's like this, again, the size of yeah, two rooms. There's yeah. prob- but then there's probably, like, 30, 20, 30 people in there. Like, packed, oh, packed in, packed in, right? Okay. And, and um, but he keep, you know... These little shot glasses just keep keep appearing, and they keep they keep going. It keeps coming up to the table, and it keeps pouring more and more and um, more. So I guess it's called Aguardiente. No, it's not it. Or um, want to see it begin with an M? Mm, uh, is that a general term, or was it me, like a brand? Me, well, see, this is the what's funny. Oh, Medrano. Yes. Uh, Medrano. 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 M-E-D-R-O-N-H-O. Medrano. 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 That's exactly, that's it. That's it. That's what we were drinking. So what was funny is that there is a legal version of this that they can sell over the counter, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a liquor store or whatever. But there is also, there's a lot of people that, of course, make this shit just like you would a moonshine in the woods in America, right? Right. Like, right. They make it and they make the illegal stuff. So he's got this bottle from like 1950, I don't know, like or the 70s, right? He just keeps filling up because all he's that's not what you're drinking is what's in the bot like the, what's on the label of that bottle. He they just fill it up in the back with the shit that like the gasoline that they're essentially making, you know, illegally. Did it, w- 
It just, what did it, it taste like? Is it like Everclear? What, what, it or was. Like... It was similar. It was. It was a white. It was like a white lightning type of deal. Like it was. It was actually. It was pretty smooth to be. To be quite frank. Yeah. And I. I didn't feel like bad that night. I didn't black out. I didn't. Nothing like that. I probably had five shots of this stuff. Five six shots. But the next day, holy fuck! It was the. It was one day on my trip. I'm like. I ain't going out with you, parents. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> like you, I know what you probably have. Nah, I'm not. I'm not going nowhere. I need to sleep this bitch off. Well, and... it's apparently strong fruit brandy. Yeah, like it's just ultra strong. Yeah, um, distilled to the hell and just like just yeah. power, power drinking. You, you could you could run engines on the stuff. It's it's absolutely rocket fuel. Like it, it yeah, it does its it does its job. But uh, so yeah, that was that was an interesting that was an interesting experience. Um, we we did a couple, you know. Obviously, then we went to to uh, to Amsterdam after spending some time in Portugal. And Amsterdam was cool, you know. I I will say that that was a culture shock coming from such a place where every like the Portuguese have perfected the art of not giving a shit and make mm. everything there is just chill and tranquil and like calm. Now you go to Amsterdam. It's really kind of the exact opposite of all of that, right? Like it's super high, busy, high strung, very busy, and you have to like now navigate a different road system than I've ever seen in the world because the bike lanes are such a prevalence in the city. I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, and I'm not talking like it's a bike lane that we're used to that you could put your hands out like a sidewalk about that size. No, 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 no. We're talking, it's the size of the lane of a road, right? And the way that they, like, they come in waves and they pack them. They ride super close to each other, like inches from each other. Like these bikes, like, it's incredible. So you now have to navigate getting across the bike lane to then, like, an island to then get across, like, the road, like, to then another bike lane that's going the other way. Like, so it's, it's a... The culture shock from us arriving was immense, like having to now navigate that. But we did it. Are you driving? No, walking. Like, oh, okay. I, I, I couldn't. Like, I, I couldn't drive in that city after probably a year of living there. To be quite honest, let alone, I think. I think about it, if give me another week or two, I would give it a shot of riding a bike. But even that, it was terrifying. The way that they would just like. They have just such confidence. They're such good bike riders. And and guess what, dude? You didn't see a single fat person the entire time you were there because they either they all walk or they bike. So like everybody is fit as fuck. They don't wear helmets on their bikes. They ride super close and they they're fast as hell and they're zipping through intersections. And you're just like, Ugh! you know, like it, it. It was actually it was yeah it was it was, it was crazy. So um, do they have like um like streetlights but for bikes like stop. They right. have the right of way. So if, for the most part, they have to abide by the same streetlight type of rules that the um, that the cars do, but a lot of the intersections will have just a quick turn on either side, so they don't have to stop. So the cars have to stop, and the bikes can keep going around. Like oh, the bikes have shit. like a through turn? Yeah, they've got like a through turn type thing, but that's, and that's where you have to navigate and like cross a lot of the times. Which made it difficult, but but yeah, they don't really. There's there. It does exist where there are bike stoplights, like you were asking, but they're not a common occurrence. They, okay, they they're they're not everywhere. Super busy intersections, they'll they'll occur, but not really. 
they don't they just kind of have this mindset that like bikes are the shit and you know don't worry about anything else of, of course then you've got your canals and your canal systems in Amsterdam the canals are everywhere so the canals like there's an out like there's like a triple layer of of like a ring layer of different canals so there are like a lot of heavy transport isn't done by like trucks it's done by canals and barges on the canals oh wow so you don't have you don't see a ton of like semis or lorries in you know europe you don't see that because it's all done by the canal system so that's actually it, like the whole like the infrastructure of the city is very very intelligent and very well designed i do have to say that uh the red light district was um it was entertaining we didn't do it at night but we also Aww. we ne yeah, but we it was it was kind of far and like to get back and f like it was just too much. Like by the time we were done for the day, we weren't going I, back. All I all mean, like way. strip clubs and shit. I like the day. Oh, shit. No, 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 so, no. It's, it's <laughs> well, it's 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 more it's more like you're walking even in the daytime, right? You're walking down and and you smell weed everywhere. And there's um, I forget what the the difference is. There are coffee shops and coffee bars, and I think it's a. The coffee shops are the ones you buy weed in, and that's all they I sell. I think that's right. And then yeah. coffee bars are actually where you go to get a cup of coffee. Don't go in a coffee shop asking for a cup of coffee because that's not what they do there, right? So they're all over the place, of course. Everywhere you turn, there's another one. And so, like, did you yeah. get a space cake? Did you do? Uh, I did. I I actually did. Yeah. I actually did, and it fucked me up royally. I got a, I got yes. I got I got yes. I got three pre rolls and a space cake. And I wasn't able to finish it in the time that I was there. All of that, like I actually, I actually left some for my uh, hotel neighbor, if you will, like hey, if you want to, you know, um, because I couldn't take it with me. But either, either way, Don't they uh, package it all awesome too. Yeah, Isn't it's it like really nicely packaged, yeah. really, really like very professional. Same type of thing that you'd get from a like modern dispensary in America. To be honest, like it's not that much, di not not that much different. But and that experience was cool, sitting down in a coffee shop doing that whole thing. But then the red light district, it had um, it had like the windows, like all these super tiny narrow streets that you could, you know, maybe as wide as the couch. Like they're not very wide, you know, very 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 like narrow. And and uh, you walk down them, and there's shops on either side. But then you get to certain areas where there's all the windows, and the windows are for the escorts and the prostitutes. So you literally will just see like the woman with, funny enough, like a red curtain like ours behind her, and she's sitting on a stool, and she's playing with her phone. She's in her, you know, like a lingerie. Usually it's in like, yeah, some of them are topless, some of them are not. You know, but they're very all scantily clad and sexy, and they're just there. And they've got they got a number on the bottom, and if you're interested, I guess you just call that number, and you're like, "How much to fuck you?" And then they and then they open the door, and you come in, and there's the back room, and you bang them, and then you're done. You know, like it's, and but they but but it was, it was remarkably like you think of that that red light district, you think of what you've heard uh, of that whole thing, and you think of a very seedy atmosphere, a very degenerate atmosphere it's nothing like that at all man it's like walking down i drive with prostitutes i didn't really think that though no i mean i, mean, I think well, well maybe not you but a lot of people think that like in general though if they if they create a space for it mm -hmm. like i feel like it's not as it doesn't have to be seedy at that point no it doesn't you know, i like, think i think it's better and i think it's uh healthier and safer 
for all parties involved. Because I mean, they have it, to get tested. There was a there was a center around the the corner, like around it, like a big like building that was like it was like literally the the uh, prostitute information center. So if somebody was like somebody was wanted to inquire about a prostitute, or if there was a prostitute that needed help, like and and it was tied in with obviously their their health. Uh, care situation and all that. You got kind of deep in this red light district, sir. Hi, welcome. I'm just looking. Welcome to the prostitute were, information center. How can right? I help you? <laughs> yeah. I was hoping to find out about this, the, the number, this one. Yeah, she's a very fine prostitute. A rating. Yeah. <laughs> five stars. Her name is Gwyneth. You can you find were, her on you Yelp. Me, right? mm-hmm. You had Teresa with you, right? Oh no! I left her at home and just walked around the red light district. Like, well, she was at the hotel. No, of course smoking she was weed, in. drinking, no, looking at prostitutes. Yeah, I'm just saying. Either way, wouldn't be that surprising. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so one of the things that happened while we were in Amsterdam, which was actually like completely um, blindsided us, was that we happened to be there and book our trip there during the biggest celebration of like all time in Amsterdam. See, they just got this new king, right? And this new king's like he's like the hip young king type thing, right? Double like, the <laughs> prostitutes. We're ordering more prostitutes. Funny you say stuff like that because it kind of <laughs> had the air of all of it. They're allowed, so it, there's not drinking. It's not like New Orleans. You can't drink on the street in in uh, in Amsterdam. You can't smoke anymore. Like in certain areas of the red, red light district, and they're cutting back on that very soon. Um, you can smoke weed, but it's very frowned upon. Like uh, all that needs to be kept indoors, you know, pubs, you know, coffee shops, whatever. And, uh, we happen to be there on, uh, King's day, they call it. And, uh, bro, you're the brand new King and you're like, all right, I know I've only been here a couple days, but one of those days next year is my day. What happens, it used to be Queen's day, but they've not had this because, it was during COVID that the queen died or passed on the lineage to the king. And so Queen's Day was always on her birthday and it was like a party day. Well, this is the first one since COVID that's the real deal. And it becomes the world's largest flea market. And even kids, like everybody comes out their house. Kids are encouraged to do it. They basically like come out. They put a blanket down. Everybody's got the day off work. Literally no one works unless it's hospitality industry. Literally no one works. Everybody comes out. They put a blanket down and they sell their bullshit from the house. So everywhere in the city, if you thought it was hard walking around before, now you got to dodge all this bullshit on the street and all this, like, you know, like, yeah. a, like and, and take your shit indoors. And everyone's wearing orange because that's like their color. The Netherlands, they got like that orange thing. Like that's their that's their big deal. And uh, and so everybody's wearing that, and uh, and you're allowed on this one day. You're basically allowed. It's like no rules. Like you're allowed to drink on the street. It's you're like to cool purge. It's like the yeah. cool purge. It's the cool purge. You it's, can't yeah. murder anybody. No rape. No no shit like that. But if you want to drink in the streets and smoke dope in the yeah. streets, so be it. I, basically, there was no rules for traffic anymore. People were just like walking wherever. Cars were just like fuck, and then like bikes were like fuck, <laughs> like like rolling off the side because people would walk right in front of them. Like everybody, well, everybody's was drunk and stoned yeah. in the streets. It was just anarchy. Yeah. It was literally anarchy. And it and, and here's what this was makes nuts. me happy. It sounds we, like fun. Yeah, it was it was it was great. We saw them 
We were like, what's going on? Because we saw him, like, setting up all these, like, random, like, barricades and trash cans and stuff, like, all along around the city. And we're like, something's going on tomorrow. And then we did our research. The whole thing happened. It was nuts. We were a part of it. Like, you're, I mean, I'm seeing, like, ten bikes at a time just being thrown in canals and shit. Like, ah, fuck it. Like, I don't need the bike anymore. <laughs> like, like <laughs> it's, it's, hey, oh, it's absolutely chaos. But what was interesting about it is I was still up because uh, they they end it at like 8, 8.30 that night. It's like, we're done. Like, you had your day. You're fucking done. No more debauchery. No more debauchery. And they closed it all down. And they, they literally, they went and they picked up every single one of those trash cans, every single one of those barricades. They picked up all the trash from all the streets. It was an organized effort. They had tons of trash trucks driving around and, and city like you know, people just like picking everything up or whatever. And the next day, it was like nothing even happened. It's amazing. If that were to happen here, you know, imagine on July 4th, how many, how, how long? There's trash in the streets for weeks. For weeks. You get the firework bullshit everywhere. Bro, if, when they have cans and. I imagine, I, I think I've seen like some of the aftermath of like when they have, you know, like pride and like all the glitz and glamour that happens at pride. The city looks fucked. For like several days until they get the full city crew out there and like mm-hmm. finally sweep like all the extra trash. Because you know at those yeah. events, like the public trash cans are full within like the first two hours. Yeah. And then people are literally just like they put it against the trash can they give and up. then lift their hand and they're like, Well, I put it on the trash can. Yep. Oh, I did my part. I did. I tried. I tried. I put it near the trash can. I mean, well, it's. It full, I, so. I put it on that giant trash heap that used to be a trash, trash can. can. Yeah. No. I mean, there were those trash heaps, but they were all clean, clean and done and taken care of. Literally hours after it. So yeah. I just kudos to them and like and how that all operated because it, it was impressive, right? Like it just just that whole that whole deal. Um. Then we, you know, obviously we we left. Uh, oh, oh no, I got to talk a couple of things. Um, uh, w- the major one was uh, food wise in Amsterdam. I discovered something that might be the greatest thing that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. And um, Amsterdam is is famous for a certain style of pancake. I'm not a huge pancake guy. Not even it's. I like a pancake. It's not my biggest thing. Like, they're big. They're they're big. So they're huge. They're, they're about bucket. the size of a pizza, right? They're they're about the size of a pizza, like maybe say yeah, sixteen inch or something, fifteen, sixteen inch. And uh, but they're but they're very very thin, and they're crispy. They're that crispy thin, and you can get whatever you can get whatever you want on them. So there's like savory types and there's sweet types. Well, I went with the savory. So this motherfucker, I got me some. Uh, Mushroom, bacon, and cheese on a pancake, and it was the most delectable thing that I might have ever put in my mouth. I'm not even kidding yeah. you. Like it, it was, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. And I, I sound like that—that's something I want. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually start doing them. I think at my house. Like I'm gonna, I'm like it's gonna become a thing that I'm gonna. Do you master. have to like get a pan, like a special? The way they do it, because they're cranking them out, they've got a whole machine for it where it's just like an old school. It looks like it was built in the 1500s type thing. Like it's it's like 
a grid like a massive griddle that's super heated up and so they're just pouring in batter make it put the ingredients on oh, like wow. they crank them out but realistically what, i think you can do it, it crispy like why isn't it just a normal fluffy pancake because what, it's because different? it's uh because it's not as much batter it's a thinner layer of batter so they can get like the crisp without on, any of the fluffy yes like is it made out of different shit like do they i don't know use... the recipe i don't know i don't know i would like I, that's one of the things that i'm gonna have to look up and find out if i ever plan on making my own but I feel like you can do something similar in a cask iron skillet type deal. Like that's what you would use probably yeah. to be able to replicate it to a certain degree. But they were they were just great. They were phenomenal. Um, There's a lot of good beer, of course, in Amsterdam. We found a couple cool breweries. We found a lot of really like just awesome like drinking spots. And uh, and yeah, like at the end of the day, we 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 flew back and then we flew back to Portugal and then we were in, you know, Portugal for another little bit. And, uh, uh, we were down South. Hold on. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking at these Amsterdam pancakes. What? You don't like them? No, they look, they look fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> what I mean to say is these motherfuckers are out here just doing lazy crepes. Yeah, they are crepes. Yeah. They're like a crepe. These bitches aren't. Why are they? They're because they're they're, they don't fold them. They don't want to. Oh, we can't. We're just gonna just do big. them like a, a large pizza. Yeah, they're just big. No, they're big crates. I will not allow this. Nah. My lineage, my <laughs> heritage. That's so funny. Is creping it up. That's very creping it to death. But making these el- elaborate, mm. delicious crepes. Are you talking about your French heritage? Y- yes. Okay, so so let me talk about that. And then they're quick. all just there, uh, eat, enjoying rolled up crepes. Yeah, and these they're crepes, by the way. They're not crepes. I, I like the way he it. says it. Let him <laughs> just say crepes. Crepes. I say it like it's supposed to be. Said. No, it's not. Uh, no, you're wrong, and 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 you're not even French. Fuck you. you. Let him say it. Um, so. And they're just doing these flat ass, weak, unrolled crepes. These bitches. You make me cringe every time you say it, man. It's killing me. So, anyway, we go, uh, we fly back to Portugal. We spend a little more time down in the south, but then me and the family, we all do a big trip. And the last big bit of our trip is that we actually check out and stay in the, um, we're just outside of the. Um, uh, the city of uh, Lisbon, right? It's their capital city. It's the biggest city in Portugal. And uh, like old Lisbon. And it's obviously like a tourist destination. It's so funny you bring up the French because <laughs> there were a lot of French tourists when I saw on this trip. Mm-hmm. You know all them rumors it's, about it's the French? a little racist. No, I don't know. You know all them rumors about them? What are the rumors? That they smell like shit and they don't wear deodorant? Well, they're fucking true. Every French person I fucking met or ran into in the slightest... You could smell them a mile away. Tell your fucking kinfolk to stop fucking folding their crepes and fucking put on a goddamn bit of deodorant instead. Sir. Crepes. They're natural. Whatever. Either way, that place was awesome. Lisbon is a city that a lot of people uh, overlook, right? You go to Paris, you go to Rome, you go to London. No one ever thinks about going to Lisbon in Portugal. What a tremendous 
city. Like, like top to bottom, just like architecture, food, like anything you want in a big city, it has it. it and it's and it's cultured as hell. One of the things that we learned, well, we went to a uh, we went to a earthquake museum. So apparently, uh, hear me out here. Hey, y'all remember the time at Shake once a, a whole lot? We made a whole building for it. Yeah, but it shook more than just a little bit. I said a whole lot. All right. So in 1755, Libsyn encountered one of the biggest earthquakes that we have on record known to man. To put it in perspective, you remember the one that just happened? Not well, just to say just happened. But that big one that happened with uh, near um, Japan. All right. That was a tenth of the size of the earthquake that shook Lisbon and Portugal in 1755. Mm. And it it explains a lot. That's why there's a reason I'm bringing this up. Because once again, you've heard of Paris, you've heard of Rome, and these cultural epicenters at the the peak of the, the, what is that era called? The Renaissance, right? And Libsyn was that. Like, Libsyn was even probably greater than Paris and Rome and all these places. But this earthquake literally took out everything. And they had to they had to rebuild the city from the ground up. They lost their whole archives. They lost their libraries. They lost everything. What? It's estimated that forty to 50,000 people died. And it also... Um, there's a ton that that goes into this. Uh, Let's just start with their day, how this all started. So it was uh, the great Libsyn earthquake. And it, uh, it was on Saturday, the 1st of November in 1755 happened around nine 40 local time AM, but it was also power Rangers are just coming on. Right. So it was the Feast of All Saints Day. It was like a huge, I mean, this is a predominantly Catholic country. This is like the la creme de la creme. It's their King's Day. It's their King's Day, right? They're all partying. High holy holiday. Yeah, exactly. So so what made it worse was was it was because of that day. And everyone was out. And they were celebrating in some fashion or form. Celebrating back in those days meant a lot of candles were lit. So an earthquake, of course, happens. This earthquake happens off the coast, and it shakes the fuck out of the place, and rubble's pouring all over the city, right? Like, all the buildings are literally just falling apart on people. People are dying everywhere. It's fucking chaos, blood. Now, on top of that... Now, everything's on fire. Now, the fires start because there was fucking candles burning everywhere because of this goddamn holy holiday. So, the, so wait, the whole city got shook to rubble, yeah. and then the rubble burned down? Well, uh, what was left of it, like, like the people were burning, the fucking, like, the whole place is goddamn, like, fire and rubble, and they're like, fuck, this sucks. Well... They didn't realize, because back in those days, they didn't know about earthquakes. They didn't know where they came from or how this shit works. They thought it was the Lord. Well, they also live in a coastal city. So they already had a pretty bad morning with, you know, the whole everything falling on you and being caught on fire. But to add insult to injury, 
The tsunami then came and fucking just whooshed the whole goddamn city. And but it fuck, put out the fire. Yeah, okay. it, did, it did probably help with some of the fires, but of course... It drowned uh, the people. It, well, at least it drowned the it, remaining people yeah. who were just smoldering to death. Yeah. So that's why they still remember it, like, in such reverence, is the fact that... This the was- earthquake fire tsunami day. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, God, bro. It's kind of interesting, though, because it was the uh, it was the catalyst to them rebuilding. There was a guy that was, was uh, very, like... He stepped up and he was just like, nah, we're not moving our capital city to Porto. We're going to be fucking badasses and we're going to rebuild Libsyn bigger, better, stronger than ever, right? Like, Bro, he- how many people were like, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we don't need to build anything here <laughs> ever. ever. I think this might have been somebody trying to either prove a point well maybe tell us a little something about hubris maybe it definitely did impact the uh the ideas and philosophies of like this is god's like divine judgment on us hey but hey guys let's not uh let's not get too bold let's keep this city real humble like so like what they know affronts if you know what i'm saying it was sort of what you're saying is kind of true because what they ended up doing was they re- they did rebuild the city, but they it was the first uh, form of architectural code. So they like you could only build buildings so high, and they had to be built in a very specific form, which was like they're incredible engineers, the Portuguese. They always were, and so they like came up with this like cross beam type of like architecture that pretty much has stood up since then. Stood it to the test of time. They also took the chance to then completely revamp the city's road system. And it was one of the first grid systems to ever exist in Europe, which then, of course, spreads to the rest of Europe. So no more this- candles either. We're not doing <laughs> any more fucking <laughs> candles. Fuck your candles. No, none We're of that. We're not doing those. And then, and then this guy that was like kind of like the, the head dude and all this. He had the the foresight to send out a survey, and it was the first ever done of its kind, and there were 13,000-plus responses to the survey, so you got to assume that more were sent out that didn't come back in. But he, it was an extremely detailed survey, and, and what it was, it was like, where were you when the fucking big-ass earthquake happened? Uh, where were you standing? What was the building like next to you? What was the, like... Like, like they, they completely did this huge questionnaire and they gathered all this data and that's how they figured out how to, like, properly build their buildings and to rebuild their city based upon this. And they, they consider it to be the first seismological study of all time. Seismological. Like, seismological. That's damn close, damn it. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, and that's it's super impressive. It was, like, really cool to kind of, like, you know that they, they had the foresight to figure that out from there. You know, on top of that, the Portuguese, like what I've seen, and like some of the castles and whatnot, like they've got like things on the ground which help like teach the sailors and like the navigation of like to study the stars and like all like how how they were that smart to even figure that shit out, right? Like how anybody was even that bright, like aliens. I, Eh, I just I just give maybe the Portuguese are aliens, but what? <laughs> w- at the end of the day, I'm just saying they're pretty goddamn smart aliens. They're pretty nice too. So 
there's there's my that's my report on Portugal and the uh, Portuguese aliens. Um, pretty good moonshine brandy too. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I want to. How how packed was this museum that you went to? Oh, it wasn't. It, you had to sign up, and it was like in groups. They let people through in groups, and it was actually like a really interactive, modern this experience. Was... Amsterdam, so, though, yes. No, no, no. This is in Portugal. This is in That's Lipsy, Portugal. Right, right, right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Why would the fucking Amsterdam have a Portuguese goddamn fucking earthquake? You, you went to idiot. a different one in Amsterdam. That's all I remember. Well, I went to the <laughs> Museum of Modern Art. Modern Art. Yeah. In, in, yeah. That like one. the Mocha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I saw some Banksies. But but the, this earthquake museum literally did have. Remember the old like movie writer uh, thing on one ninety two where you'd watch the movie and it would, like yeah. thing, and it would like move you around. It had one of them where you sat down and it like like shook your like like rattled you around. It had a lot of that. It had some of that. Like so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I did I did buy a couple packs of smokes, of course, while I was over there. And uh, this one, this one made me laugh. I'll show it to the camera here. Um, Sweet cautionary message. Well, yeah, I love the year. Like all the European packs of smokes will have like, here's a guy with like throat cancer. Here's just like a gruesome picture of it or whatever. It's pretty. I like it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) This one, this one cracked me up though, because, and and it took me a second. You know, basically it was like smoking causes impotence, which we've heard in the past. Right. But I love the picture because Say, it, no wait, hey, what? That? Yeah, yeah. Smoking causes oh. impotence. <laughs> right, hang that, on. Oh uh, no! My, wait, wait, when my did the uh, no? Hold the fuck! Let's not proceed past this. When did this start happening? Oh, that's that's a thing, man. That's a thing. I've yeah. been cautioned from a lot of things about smoking, but never once that it made my dick stop working. Oh yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> that's that's definitely a thing. That like, explains yeah. quite a lot. Uh, they say they say that that's a thing, and and on, on the past. I don't thing. think they say it all that loud because I have well, literally never heard it. But I love this one. Though. I'll show again. I'll show it to the camera here so everybody can see. It's it. some dude lying in the fetal position. Yeah, some dude lying in the fetal position. He's like, my dick don't work because I smoke too much. <laughs> He's naked and he's lying in the fetal position. It's like, yeah. <laughs> they just clipped a Natalie and Brulia video, fuck? and that's her from Torn. Uh, how were the cigarettes? More importantly, didn't like them that much, to be honest. They they burned too quick, and um, and they all felt too light. Like I needed a I needed a proper real deal like camel blue when i got back home like i was sick of that even their marlboros i was like give me the cowboy they're they're different man they don't taste like they don't well they didn't have cowboys over there owen they don't know how to build cigarettes to kill them Uh, that's true they got cowboys they do kind of have cowboys maybe now but farmer portuguese cowboy men like there's like a a gaucho yeah well that's different I mean, that's, that's Mexican. You're just that's racist. Brazilian. See, you're racist. You're racist. It's you Brazilian. You don't know. Do you know what thank jerk. you? Do you know what thank you is in Portuguese? Is the one thing I learned. <laughs> it's but, get fucked. Abrigado. Abrigado. Yeah, and if you say abrigado, that's more like thanks. And then abrigada if you're a female. Um, that's the, you know, their version. Hold on. I don't want to have to like differentiate my uh, they do thank it. yous they from do. men to ladies. Well, the, well, English is like literally the only language that doesn't do that. So like kind of get with the program. Um, yeah. Everyone else <laughs> get with the program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start having non-sexually well, yeah, denominated yeah. words. You fucks. And I also learned the term for beer, which is cerveja. 
And uh, it just was, sounds like you're slow and saying cerveza. Yeah, but it was cerveza, and I was like, I got it. That's all I need now. I want to oh, travel yeah. to the continent of cerveza. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got it. Spanish got it. and Portuguese isn't terribly far from each other, right? Yeah. But it's still different. Okay, it's like okay. Spanish and Russian. It's weird because there, it's it's more it's Spanish and French. It's more like and Belgian kind of combined. Combined. It's like if if you were to root language them, that's where it kind of feels like but you'll have words that are almost identical to a spanish word like and it's like oh yeah i can get that like that makes sense and then there's some shit that's just like how how the hell is it that far off like how like like it, it like there, there'll be just a complete departure from anything that you think is spanish so to, to think that like if you're a spanish speaker you can go and speak portuguese nah you're i think wrong. a bunch like, of it, 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 i man. think a bunch of uppity spaniards moved up the hill called started calling themselves portugal and we're like no, we say like eight words different. Okay, uh, so you know I do what? like that idea. But. <laughs> we are the Spaniards that rode up there. <laughs> <laughs> how how did T do during all this time? Did she love it as well? Is she having a great time? Um, uh, I'm curious it. about T. Hated it. Hated it. He wanted Hated to go the home. Whole thing. Whole thing. <laughs> I hate all the Spanish culture around. Uh, she she loved it. Like she. She's um, she's definitely fascinated with different things than I am. In in in, and it's just like any. This trip. is what I want to know about. Yeah, yeah. I, I with her, it's always the food. Like she's she's just like, ooh, that, yeah, I gotta try that. I gotta do that. You know, like and, and right. <laughs> uh, and there are so many like interesting, weird little Portuguese dishes. Like I I had a clam and um, pork dish that was really delicious, like a stew. Um, Fuck yeah. That was really good. I had uh, plenty of fish, you know, and they, they don't bother cutting them heads off. They, you got to do that part yourself, you know. Like, uh, if if you put a like a an A frame outside of a restaurant, and you're yeah. like, hey, today's soup du jour, <laughs> clam and what was it? Pork, clam and pork stew. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going in that fucking restaurant. It's delicious bro. though. It was delicious. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I want that. Those two things just don't in my mind. I agree with you, but when you have it, like it's yeah. actually it, it actually works. It's a weird ass thing, but they, it does. They also do these uh, pasta donadas. Um, they're a it's like they're dessert, so they're about the size of a cupcake. Like they're smaller, but they're like this pastry that they fill with like a custard, mm-hmm. and then they sort of like. Um, uh, what is it? What is it when you use the flim, uh, the torch? Flambe thing? or yeah, flambe. Like I think that's kind of what they do to the top, maybe, like because it's got kind of a, that texture on top, kind of like a, a heated thing, but it's like this custardy um, pastry thing, and they're delectable, man. Like you can you can eat like ten of them. Like I I, I want more of them. I I've, I'm, I've already been craving them since I've got back. I'm like. I actually found a place in town that makes them, so I'm gonna, oh. yeah, I'm gonna be like trying. Uh, I'm gonna try them out first, but <laughs> Owen walks in, tries it right in front of the yeah. owner. Not as good as Portugal. Yeah, spit it in his, spit it in his face. Like no, and does that thing where he's like, "Can I have a napkin?" And then he looks at the napkin and still just like still spits uh, on, on the, the floor. floor. <laughs> <laughs> he's like. Yeah, yeah, your napkins are probably too good for this trash. I, yeah. I'm sorry, oh. you can have the napkin pack. Yeah, 
Yeah, but so that, that that was more Teresa's jam was was definitely the food. Like everything, it, it kind of right a little world revolved around was was food, food, and and we did do we did an incredible amount of walking and like I and it, it, it like and train riding and that that was also very fun too because I've done a bit more of it than her, but in general we don't get to ride trains or and do any sort of public transport here in America. And I've ridden a bus <laughs> once, and I've been in a taxi <laughs> once. Right? Um, Have you ever been on a train? Not like a an Amtrak. <laughs> the, 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 really? Apart from Never? Disney World, have you been on a train? <laughs> like. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah. Okay. So when I was young, my grandparents <laughs> took me to uh, this Amish place up in pennsylvania mm. and like near the amish place like, they went to amish world and rode the train <laughs> they had amish world? they okay. had a train that was like you got on that's a small tiny train that yeah. goes in no, a no, little no. circle this was like a full like old style like 1800s train that literally went like five miles down stopped <laughs> You got out, like looked at some shit, and then it's oh, like, okay. all right, everybody back on board, it's and then five a, miles back up. It's a tourist train. It's not a train train. Yeah, it's I've not a metro. I've it's only that. been on an aeroplane. See how that? Let's see how aeroplane. I said it. an aeroplane. Yeah. <laughs> I've only been on an airplane like twice. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's one flyer. I haven't done as far as public transportation. No, I've done them all, but yeah. but but we don't ride trains or metros or that type of thing. I'd like to ride often, a subway so. once. Oh yeah, I've been on the subway when I was in the subway. This yeah. I was just there. I was just doing this up. I was on the subway, motherfucker. Pretty fun. Um, <laughs> one of the subway. Okay, even cooler, even cooler. They've got these things called elevators, and uh, th- there's a better word for it that they use. It's like a Portuguese word, but they're old school like. What their lazy asses use to like trams to get up the fucking hill. First off, there's also like trams that they have there, like kind of like the San Francisco tram thing you see, you know, yeah, like, yeah. The, with the electric ca- like the cables on top and whatever. But they've got them all that run all over their city and they go down these tiny fucking streets that again, more narrow than this room. That like literally, you could reach out one window, touch a wall of a thing. Go to the other side of the thing, touch a wall of the other building. Like it's, it, they run yeah. up and down the street. They're, and they go fast as hell. And they almost run people over. You can snatch people's hats off them. It's great. Uh, <laughs> but then they got these other ones that are like more old school. That uh, again, it's like an elevator, like whatever they called it, like uh, the pronunciation. And it's essentially like two of them to get up this like massive steep ass hill. So the people back in the day must have been like, we're tired of walking up this fucking hill. Like we gotta live up here, and we gotta go down to the trade port and buy the sea or whatever. We don't want to walk all the way around. We're fucking tired of going up and down the goddamn hill. So they built this thing. It's on the tracks, and like now it's electrified. But back in the day, it was a counterweight system with water and weights. That literally, it's two trams, and as one goes up, the other one goes the other way, and it's counterweighted so that they basically like do that and they figured yeah. that out in like the i don't know it was like the early 1800s or something so like this thing like has been operating and then like the 1920s they electrified it and now it's like runs in a different way but they literally had like a lever system that pulled like the water and then like move like as that thing was coming down i was going up and yeah just like it was just like a system that's that constantly move back and forth up the hill with these two tram trolleys that would go up and down and move people back and forth it's pretty cool 
and That's we got to intense. and we got to write it and we got to write it. So that was the thing. That was, uh, that was about the it. Thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's about all we did. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, nothing really. Like, I, I it's pretty boring uh, vacation. Really, like, it's pretty. Yeah. So, um, I should have just gone to Vegas. You know, or, but but I had a lot more culture. You yeah, you described the bars in Portugal. How were the bars in Amsterdam? Were they right more here. like just here? like here, okay. just like here? They have really no difference. Like. I, so there really? were no big corporate no. bar. There were no big corporate bars in no. Portugal, unless you were in like probably Lisbon. There might have been like even one. then. I don't think I saw a corporate bar. But in Amsterdam, there were definitely, or was it all like? Yeah, maybe one or two. It was. It was, mm, but they were all still like everything seemed like it was still very independently owned bar restaurant, much like it is in like the UK. Now the UK's got like little weird chains that like buy pubs and stuff but like a weather spoons but but i don't really i didn't really see any of that in amsterdam mm. i didn't really see that it was mostly yeah it was mostly all um all pretty standard barish uh you know bar restaurants uh you had uh the breweries felt like your craft breweries here uh, very 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 similar um Kind of even even to a degree, I would say a bit almost too Americanized. Like it, if anything, Amsterdam was too American for us compared to. Oh, like they just gotten very Westernized. Yeah, yeah. I oh, that's kind of kind of sucks too. Though. Yeah, no, it does. It does, and and that's why we. I think we definitely enjoyed our time in Amsterdam, and it definitely had its charm and its you know all that, but. I think I preferred Portugal. I think I definitely preserved, uh, preferred Libs, uh, Lisbon than I did Amsterdam. Like, yeah. I, I would have, ra- if I had to do it all over again, I probably wouldn't have gone to Amsterdam. I probably will never go back to Amsterdam now that I've been there once. Well, and plus um, it seems and I would, like they I, are changing and I would, a And I would lot. spend a lot more time in uh, Lisbon. Rather, I'd rather use that time in there than I would in Amsterdam. Like take take that week you went to yeah. Amsterdam, just go to Lisbon, just go to Lisbon and just stay probably, like yeah. stay there yeah. instead. Yeah, to be honest, you, that's what now, I would do. Now, um, you said that the beer and all in Portugal was very cheap. Like mm-hmm. beer and wine was super cheap. Mm-hmm. When you went went to Amsterdam, were the prices oh higher? ridiculous? Okay, yeah. So um, about the same as here, but but when you've been spending like thirty five cents, yeah, on on a beer. And then you go to Amsterdam and you get your first, like, when we first got there, we got to the hotel and we were, we actually had another very bad travel experience with airlines and blah, blah, blah. So we, we had a, we had a long flight. It was, you know, it, it, what should have been probably five hours took 10 and, uh, we eventually got to the hotel and we kind of crashed. We're just like, we both just wanted a beer. So we went to the hotel bar. Ooh. Yeah. 13 euros whoa that's like a 14 15 dollar beer that's like stadium price i could have had an, i could have had a night out in portugal on that like i could have and and would have got food yeah 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 exactly so that was that was culture shock um and and not every place was like that like six euro five euro seven euro maybe like in that range but Which still, you that's to like kind of pay if you go to a pub or something around here. Yeah. But still, that's like fifteen hundred percent markup mm-hmm. from Portugal. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. See, I, uh, I've how always... does tipping work in these 
different countries. Ten percent is um is is considered very very nice. Ten percent, really? yes, really? yeah, they get paid differently. They don't have the minimum wage bullshit thing that they do over here. Like they actually get paid a solid wage. So tipping in general, you, you no. only really tip if you get good service. Now we're so accustomed to it. You just leave it anyway. We do it anyway, but um, but, Owen, Owen leaves twenty percent. The the servers in tears. Just oh like, yeah, no, there was. Oh my god, there were a couple, not like that, but there were a couple of times where I left a what I thought was not an over the top tip, but a good, you know, a nice tip, and they definitely were like, like thank you. Like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, it made their oh, man. night. They probably went home and told their significant other that, man, I got, a, I just got a re- really good tip from this, you know, this guy. And But also you got to understand, understand their service is shit in comparison to. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, like you'll sit down. Because there's no, t- there's no tip incentive. Everyone no, just no, no. Kinda... Exactly. So you sit down at a restaurant. You can wait like fifteen minutes before anybody comes up and asks for a drink order, like, and you're kind of like, "Hey, can I?" Been sitting here for a fucking while, and but they're just doing their thing. They're 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 taking care of what their tables and whatever, and like they'll get to you. And then you know how over here, if like your beer's getting empty, before your beer's empty, you have a server come up and be like, "Hey, can you we get another one? beer?" Nah, none of that. Like you gotta really like. Hey, you know, come over. I need another one. That type of thing. So, so service is shit. So they're deserving of their ten percent. Uh, you know, bam. That is just what it is. Also, yeah, the um, like if you're waiting for like your check at the end of like the like the meal or whatever, and you want to get out of there, they're in no rush to do that because they want to keep you in that seat. As long as possible, because you might order another drink. You might order a dessert. You might spend more money at their business. So they almost deliberately just goof look, off. A, look away from you and like try and ignore you when you're like, you know, flagging. Yeah. But here, they're literally like, get out. Yeah, they're, you have just got your food. Yep. They just asked you how you're doing, mm-hmm. like that little two-minute checkup. The next time they're coming through, they're like, oh, by the way, here's the check. Yeah. Not rushing you out, but here's the but check. Get the fuck out of here because we got to, you know, you just spent your money here. So we need to get you out of here. Turn so we and can turn burn. this, turn and burn this table. Absolutely. It's the opposite there. And a lot of these places, you know, um, they are smaller places. Like they're smaller restaurants and they're independently owned. And, you know, you, you might be, there might be four tables in a restaurant. You might be, you know, so. You're, if you bring in, if you're, if you're there and you're bringing a family of four in for the night, you're the majority of what they're going to make that night. Oh, so, yeah. so their incentive isn't to turn and burn you. Their incentive is to keep you there as long as fucking upsell, possible and upsell and shit. keep you there. Exactly. So they do the, it's the, almost the opposite mentality that we have here. I don't know. Like there were parts of that that I disliked. I'll be honest, because I definitely felt like I know what you're doing here and mm. Kind of fuck you off, like I need to go. Let like, me I'm out. Tired. Let me out. Like, um, but then there was the other side of it where it's nice not to be rushed. Yeah. It's it's nice to be able to just sit down, have a meal, 
spend four hours at a table if you want to. With, Good, like, dude. You know, they, I, I would never do that. But literally, if you are at a table, I mean, I've been doing yeah. this a really long time. Yeah. If you're at a table for more than like forty five minutes, yeah. Servers are like, bro, these people have been at my table for fucking ever. Yeah, I, I don't like that though. I don't like that though either. Like if you go if you go to places and they're really trying to just rush you out and like get you to like, yeah, okay, we'll take the check, but I've still got like a whole beer left and my wife has a whole half a glass of wine. Don't make me rush. Yeah. Because don't. you gotta turn this fucking table over. Uh uh-uh, uh. I paid this shit. Well, I'm Leave gonna enjoy be. let me be. Fuck away. fuck off. And your tip goes down every single time you come back to the table. If you keep asking me if I need anything else, no, I'm good. Like it, maybe that's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm being too harsh, but maybe I'm just European. <laughs> I, I need to be a pee. Maybe I need to pee too. So, uh, speaking of that, it is time that we take a little bit of a break. Uh, maybe we'll come back. Of course, we're going to come back with some Oh No 2.0. We got some clips. And, uh, and I even have, up my sleeve, I even have a little bit of a game uh, for the end of the show. And what? It, and, what that is, and what that is, is a quiz that we handed out once upon a time on our Perfect Game 300th uh, <laughs> live event. Oh, boy. And it is a quiz uh, about all questions, all about the Ono Radio Show. 15 questions all about the Ono Radio Show. We'll answer, we'll joke around, we'll ask them together and see if they stand up, number one, if we can still remember the answers to what the hell we were thinking about. And, uh, and Mikey, it'll be the first time you do it because I dare say you, you, you were not even involved with the show at that point at all. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my thought process. We'll do that. Uh, here's some here's some tunes as we we get out of here for the first segment. Oh, I do want to talk uh, about um, uh, scab picking and uh, <laughs> new new career changes in in uh, yeah, in, let's in, talk in, it. in the next segment. Boys, it's been good. It's been good to get back up on that horse. And what do we say when we get out of here for the first time? Bye, bye. Fuck your dream. Fuck your dream. Fuck your dream. Fuck your dream. He is from the moon and you shall hail him. Fuck your dream. 